Previously on the Damage Guild podcast. You find a vertical shaft four feet across, leading downwards. This is a hole plug-in quest, and by golly, if we can <laughs> plug this hole, then... Remember when I blew myself up at Aslo's house? What if I scaled that experiment up? It explodes prematurely. The tunnel is just filled with dust and debris. And <laughs> Speak to me, Tokus! Say something! I don't feel so good. A few small rocks have fallen, but not nearly enough to collapse the tunnel. We start moving rocks, and we don't stop until that passage is plugged. We go to Nibrin, we're like, hey dude, we're ready to go. You find the mangled body of some person who was here. Nibrin, do you know this man? Says that was our record keeper, Aldic. Do you think I should cast Detect Magic? The boots are rating very faint magic. We carry them to the lift. Tokus, remember when I said there would be a time for that gnomish battle cry? For the Rathgon Hills gnomes! <laughs> All right, so he bellows down the tunnel as loud as he can. What happens? Does anybody come? Does anything come? Um, your ears ring from the reverberation. Yes. <laughs> Power. Does it have like a magical quality? <laughs> no, you hear it just rumbling down and echoing back seconds later as it continues to. <laughs> Everything starts shaking. I think it's going to collapse, guys. Quick, <laughs> all us up. <laughs> I, I told you it was it was a magical attack. You weren't kidding. Given time, the echoes die out, and all of the sound fades away with nothing else audible from below. All right, we wait a good, you know, five minutes or see if we hear anything. And if not, we'll pull ourselves up. Okay. Well done. That was like the best gnomish battle cry I have ever heard. Me too. And I'm not lying about that. Oh, it's the first one, Shaba. <laughs> I can't do it again for another long rest. My my lungs, they, they, they <laughs> No, I understand. I wouldn't expect it of you either. That took a lot out of you, I can tell. I checked it off my character sheet that I've used. <laughs> You've my, used my your gnomish battle cry. All right. Yeah, it was a valiant, valiant effort. <laughs> All right. So we get up to the top, uh, assuming nothing goes wrong with the lift, and I, uh, I set uh, Nibrin down on his... And his good foot. Can we make him like a makeshift crutch out of a tree branch or something? Because I'm kind of getting tired. Been carrying him for a while. Sure, you can find some wood around and make him something that he can use to walk. All right, so we'll have him guide us back to his homestead, wherever that may be, and we'll uh, we'll walk with him and talk for a while. Okay, so when you emerge from the cave, it's probably close to dawn because your sleep schedule got kind of messed up. We were down there a long time, fellas. The twin suns have been extinguished by the ages. The world has moved on, as they say. <laughs> so it's close to dawn, and Nibirin says, if I can just make it back to Lytic's Cross, I think I'll be able to find someone there who can tend to my wounds in the meantime until I heal up. All right, well, that's where we're going, so we'll, uh, we'll bring you back home. We'll walk with him till we get all the way back to town and then back to his house. Well, I don't actually live there. I just kind of stay at the inn on my way to the mines and back. Oh, where do you live? I'm from Nafton originally. Oh, okay. Hmm. Nafton. It's where the road splits, isn't it? That's what I hear. <laughs> I thought that was the official town slogan last time I checked, right? Yeah. Right, guys? Tokus? Asla? Uh, I, I've never heard of that. You should tell your friends. <laughs> yeah, tell your Family, friends the official ones. town slogan. If enough people believe it, it will become true. <laughs> I'd rather not move any more than necessary, so once I make it back to Lytic's Cross, I think I'll stay there until my leg heals. It's a good idea. 
should uh, see about getting yourself a, a, a doctor and apothecary as well. Thank you so much, though, for taking me out of there. No need to repay your saviors. You are extremely welcome, my friend. And we hope that you go on to have many more wonderful days of slaving away in the bottomless <laughs> depths of that mine. <laughs> we have saved you so that you may continue to live out your meaningless existence <laughs> in the blackness of that pit. <laughs> <laughs> so best of luck to you, bud. <laughs> well, when you put it that way. <laughs> yeah, you should probably ask for a pay raise for all the risks uh, that you go through. Yeah, right? <laughs> May you grow old enough to live to a ripe old age when, when you die of the black lung from all the mining that you've done. <laughs> That's, it's the best outcome a miner can hope for. <laughs> Oh, God. Okay. (laughs) All right. Uh, So, about your your dead friend's magic boots, by the way. Did we bury That's a perfect time to ask him about that. (laughs) Considering your fate is not uh, probably too far off from his. Yeah, we offer to bring him to the Undertaker, and then when he's turned on his back, his hair, we just slip the boots boots right off. Hey, he's not going to need him where he's going. (laughs) We're like, hey, this is the way we found him. By the way, <laughs> we're the worst heroes ever. <laughs> That's what I, makes us so good. I don't think we're heroes anymore. Yeah. Remember the time that we didn't turn in the stone and yeah. we like tried to keep it for ourselves and sell it on the black market? Yeah, we're working on the whole like being good people thing. We're real good at making bad decisions. We'll also, make sure to tell Nibrin that if he ever needs roadside assistance again, yep. call AAA. Call AAA. Uh, we're here for you. So, full of hope, we let him go on his, <laughs> his way. Full of hope for the future. <laughs> I feel like we didn't even give Nibbern a chance to, like, say something. <laughs> well, he was a man of few words, I mean. <laughs> you know. We're just like, see ya. We're going to leave without, like, hearing his response. Yeah. I know that the mines are not the best place to work. They're not the safest, but it's what I know, and it's what I can do. And yeah, no, I, I was just joshing with you, man. I know you live a meaningless existence. I mean, there's not really much we can do <laughs> we can do about that. So we might as Shama, well make light Shama, of it. Shama, 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 please, <laughs> just let it we go. We might as well have fun, right? No, okay, all right. I'm sorry. I've said too much. I said too much long ago. Uh, but goodbye, Nibrin. Yes, you did. And goodbye to you. Um, as for Aldrich's buddy, you would so kind as to leave it here I could see to funeral and such. Yeah, we'll, we'll take it directly to the Undertaker. We'll take care of it. You worry about that leg of yours. I'll hand him a gold piece as well to take care of his uh, medical expenses. Oh, thank you so much. This will help tremendously. <laughs> this is more than I earn in a month! <laughs> <laughs> I'll never dig myself out of the financial <laughs> hole that I'll be in after this medical expense. I'll spend the rest of my miserable existence <laughs> paying it off. <laughs> oh, God. We really should not be taking so much joy in the plight of imaginary poor people. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. You've been you're our best friend. <laughs> you bring so much joy into our lives. Hmm. 
<laughs> yeah, we'll have to come check on Nibrin. Yeah, we will. Definitely. When he gets out of the hospital. I really hope he's a recurring character. <laughs> he's our primo con- contact in this town. No. Okay. Um, so we, we take that, that body to the Undertaker. We nab those boots. And let's go have a secret meeting in the local tavern and pretend like we're talking about important stuff. With the dead man's boots? Yes. And just set them right on the table in the middle so that they can be staring at us as we talk. <laughs> we got to decide whether we want to go back to Nanept or whether we want to continue to Pilshire and see whether those crystals are still planted around the town. So that's our next point of order. Yeah, we, we see what's going on with the whole fate of the world thing. Yeah. Hint, hint. Maybe our next mission is one that we decide to do and we don't just have a you know generic npc or quest giver give us for the dollary dues why would we care about the fate of the world when there's money to be made though mm, good point i don't understand your logic <laughs> so far nothing's happened as though there won't be any money to be made if the world is destroyed okay all right that's fair on the contrary there will be Enough money for the most powerful among us to take it from the weak, <laughs> like Nibrin. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> we could bring about our own post-apocalyptic scenario. We could be like preppers and get all of our, like, we could make a bunker and we could turn the mine into our own bunker and stock it up with provisions for <laughs> decades. All right, anyway, so what, what do you guys want to do? Where do you want to go next? Maybe what the boots are capable of doing will have an influence on our decision. That's true. Like, maybe they're, like, zombie-kicking boots of destruction, plus two. <laughs> All right, well, go ahead and slip, slip those babies on awesome. and see what they do. I did say that the magic you sensed from them was very faint. But it's magic nonetheless. Yeah. Also, it's transmutation school. Oh. Maybe they're boots of alchemy, plus one. Yeah, who wants to put them on? I doubt they're going to fit me. My big old feet. How big are the boots? Human-sized? I think magic items resize to, to the wearer, don't they? Yeah, generally. I mean, one of us could just don the boots and we go about our adventuring and eventually we'll figure out what they do, I imagine. <laughs> yeah, I think we should make our decision based on, you know, sound logic and reasoning rather than just uh, what the pair of boots does. I'd like to get to the bottom of what the cult's up to, but I know we're a unit and... Would rather not break up the band for me just to figure out what we're going to do next. <laughs> well, we're not running on empty as far as gold is concerned, so it's not like we need to go back to all the way back to Nanep to get our payment. We can do that later. I say while we're on our way to Pilshire, we may as well pop over there and uh, give it a look-see. Right, we're just checking on the crystals. We're not necessarily going to go into the mountains searching for the cult, right? Right, yeah, we just want to see if the crystals are still there. And if so, we are going to take all of them. Put them in the box... And either sell them, or use them as explosive devices. Or use them for a powerful magic spell. Or that. <laughs> yeah. All right, that sounds like a plan. We still don't know what will happen if we take all the crystals, though, do we? We'd never figured out their influence on the town. We did. We found out that they suck the life energy out of the people that are around them. So... Whoever put them there was putting them there to get all that life energy to store it up in the crystals and then ostensibly to take those crystals and use that energy for something else. I'd be really surprised if the crystals were still there, Shaba, but it's worth a look. Right. Yeah, yeah, so would I. I, I. I agree. But at least we'll know if they're gone, then we'll know that the end of the world is nigh. Right, right. The next stage of their plan is coming. 
while we were off sailing boats and spelunk spelunking caves. <laughs> spelunking, spelunking yes. caves. <laughs> All right, we we fast travel to Pilshire. Can we do that? But uh, but first, my my whole thing was I wanted to stop and examine the boots and see if I could identify anything about them. Okay. Well, we can do that on the way. So you spend your time at camps experimenting with the boots and trying to examine them. You don't see any markings on them of any sort, but... They look like Uggs. I hope not. (laughs) And if they do, they better not do anything that's useful for my character. (laughs) Yeah, I give them to Tokus immediately. Do you put them on at any point? Yeah, I'll strap them on and try walking around and running and jumping and uh, kicking things. cartwheeling. Okay. Well, when you put them on, you notice that they are the most comfortable boots that you've ever worn. They conform to your feet just Mm. the way that you like it, and they give perfect support. They're called the Miner's Hope, because they're the only point of bright light (laughs) in their otherwise meaningless existence. Real comfortable shoes, that's it. Jeez, you're just not letting this go, Shava. Otherwise, you don't find them to really do much when you're walking around, other than feeling really nice. Um, however, as you're parked by the fire for one camp out, you know, one of you kind of offhandedly remarks, Hey, come over here for dinner. Dinner's ready. And I ring the bell. Yeah, as he says that, the boots start to walk towards him. Whoa, what? What? Dude. I say boots. Oh do God. a backflip. Uh, they don't respond to that. Uh, I say boots. Do a 360. <laughs> I say, Boots, come over here. They start moving towards Asla. What? Oh, you're not wearing Dude. them? No, it's like at night as you've taken them off for something, or when he's not wearing them for the experiment. Dude, Tokus, these are, these are just like the boots. Do they, like, pick themselves up off the ground, or is it just like they, like... They just start walking. Right? Yeah, they start walking as if someone were wearing as them. As if someone's in them. Whoa. It's, it's the boots of returning. Okay, I try <coughs> putting them on and say, um... Boots, walk me over to that campfire. They don't respond to that. <laughs> oh, man. Is there a lake nearby? I say, Boots, see if Aslo can walk on water while he wears you. <laughs> uh, no response to that. My hope was that if they did all the walking for me, I mean, just think of all the other things I could do while we travel. <laughs> you could sleep while we're traveling. Right. Boots, walk me to the refrigerator. <laughs> and then walk me back to the couch so I can watch the game. <laughs> Boots, eat my snack for me, because it's way too tiring <laughs> to do myself. They're not making any response to anything as you're wearing them now. Try taking them off. I mean, I did. I, I took oh, them you took off them off when, again? When we said, come here. Okay, Boots, do a tap dancing routine. I'm just going to fast forward through this. You try telling them all sorts of different commands. The only one that they ever seem to respond to is the command to come. And then hmm. they just kind of walk towards you. Okay. Mm, okay. Well, they're, they're boots of helping you put them on in the morning. So wait, the boots <laughs> don't... We can't tell them to go do something or walk towards something. We can only have... We, it's literally just come. Mm-hmm. Come to me, boots. Yeah. I'm going to write down boots of come here. That sounds good. We should just have them walk alongside us so that if anybody encounters our party, they'll think there's a fourth invisible person among us. Exactly, exactly. Right, (laughs) as long as we're walking a pace ahead of the boots and we keep saying, come on, boots. If you try that out, you find out you don't have to keep on telling it to come. It just follows you until it reaches you, and if you keep walking away from it, it it keeps on going. Perfect. Hey, guys, we just, Asel, you just hired another employee, and you don't even have to pay him anything. They can walk. 
for us, I guess. Wait a minute. I figured out how we can use the boots. Did we try putting, like, small objects into the shoes of the boots and then asking it to come? It's extra storage. Slightly. Let's try. So you, like, toss a few coins into the boots or something? Yeah. And then ask it to come. They walk and clink along. Nice. Okay. I've got it now. So I'm going to develop some sort of weapon that we can mount on the front of the boots. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Like, we'll put spikes on the toes. And we'll ask our enemies to ask the boots to come. (laughs) Yeah. Say, boots come. And then the boots will charge at them. I climb up onto the roof of a hut that we're passing and I say, boots, come here. And see if they can walk up the wall to get to me. You try that now? Are you saying once you put spikes on the front? I try it at some point during our journey. <laughs> so you climb up somewhere, and they walk up to the, the point the wall and stop. And stop. Okay. I'm trying to think about how this is going to be helpful. Like, what if the boots? Like, what if we're locked in a dungeon and the boots have the key inside of them? <laughs> this is like the rope too. Remember how I was all excited about like yeah. attaching a grappling hook to the end of the rope, and we were going to like scale buildings and be like real world, <laughs> you know, well, fantasy world Spider Man. Yeah, they're like just useful enough to not be useful for. Everything except for like what they're useful for. They're useful enough that we don't throw them away. They're they're just slightly more useful than a regular version of themselves. Like the candle doesn't burn out, the rope comes back without you having to wind it. The boots come over to you. Well, you have to think about where you're getting these sorts of magic items. I mean, we stole the boots off of a poor person, a dead poor person, <laughs> Shaba. He was a dead, dead, <laughs> dead poor person. Yes, that's to clarify. Yeah, and the candle was just sitting in someone's shop, like at their desk or whatever. I mean, these are cheap magic items. And the uh, the adventurers who left the pouch rope fell down a hole because we didn't find their bodies <laughs> down there, so they definitely fell to their yeah, deaths. Apparently. I like how we didn't name the boots because we find we all think that they're so useless. Oh, wait, no. Aslo, you named them, right? You said the boots have come here. The boots have come here. Comfortable boots have come here. I think that power is more useful than the, than the come here part. Like, the fact that they conform and they just feel good, like Dr. Scholl's. It comforts everything when you're talking about a pair of shoes. Makes traveling much more enjoyable. Like, I don't want them to follow us. I want to put them on. Like, that sounds nice. I put on the boots. <laughs> all right. All right. So we go to Pilshire. What do we find there? So after a few more days of travel, you arrive at the outskirts of Pilshire, where you see that the land has been even more like, faded and desiccated than it was before. And you can see off in the distance, just around the town, various groups of these zombies wandering around. You're careful enough as you're walking along the road that they don't seem to notice you, not paying too much attention. As you arrive at the front gate, you look around and you see no crystals remaining. You also feel no hint of the barrier as you enter. They've been snatched. This is what I feared. They've taken the crystals back. It's happening. We're all gonna die. You are listening to the Damage Guild podcast. What up, nerds? Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Damage Guild podcast. I'm your host, Jay Stout, and uh, there are three other hosts that are not here right now, but 
they are themselves as well. I hope you've enjoyed hearing from my co-hosts over the past uh, few weeks. They've been gracious enough to help me out and uh, give you a little one-on-one time. If you would like to know where we stand on the whole ratings, reviews, subscribers thing, we still need more of them. We can always use more in that realm. If you can't leave a review like on Google Play, give us a subscribe. Hey, that really helps. Go to player.fm. Subscribe there. That definitely helps. Subscribing is like giving us a vote, especially on iTunes. The the rankings for shows in any given category are determined by the number of subscribers that those shows have. So it's uh, a great big help to us for you to gather a bunch of old cell phones from people who are not using them anymore and use those uh, to log in and subscribe. Or you can like actually just do it on your real phone. I was told there was there have been some issues uh, over the last couple of weeks with Google Play not pulling from our RSS feed right away when the episodes come out on Monday. So subscribing is a perfect way to make sure that you get those episodes on time because you don't have to rely on the middleman to pull from our feed. You will just pull directly to the device that you're subscribed on. And if something doesn't come out it's generally not our fault because we always have the episodes uh, locked and loaded ahead of time. So if you're not seeing a particular episode on Monday or Sunday at midnight, that is most likely because you're not subscribed. So what are you doing? What are you doing? Hit that subscribe button. Get it going. We have a few show-related announcements uh, coming up. So listen out for those, and you will definitely be hearing more from the other guys in the weeks ahead. So until uh, next time we see you, keep on doing what you do best, uh, which is being great, taking life as it comes at you, grabbing the bull by the horns, carpe diem, as they say, seize the carpet, I believe, is the approximate translation of that. Um, So enjoy the rest of the episode, and we'll see you next Monday. This is the Damage Guild Podcast. So Tokus is running his fingers through the wig, and just, I'm just, I have this look of panic and distress on my face as I'm realizing that the cult was successful in whatever they wanted to be successful in. And we didn't stop them. The bad guys won. These crystals were right under our noses. And we could have just taken all these crystals while we were here. If only we'd known. But as they say, hindsight is twenty-twenty. We had no way to know, Shaba. We had no way of telling what these crystals could do. What do we do now? What do we do now? If there were some way for me to track whoever took these by looking at signs of their departure then maybe we could pick up a trail. But aside from that, I don't know a way to find them. Call me crazy, Shaba, but aren't you a ranger? I am. Isn't, like, picking up people's tracks what you do? The chances of me picking up someone's trail through a grassy field that they've been gone for who knows how many days or weeks now gets pretty hard. Don't you want to try? What if there's a chance? Well, of course I want to try. Uh... So I will. All right, give me your survival <laughs> check. Okay. 
Can you bardically inspire me? <laughs> sure. Here you go. I saw that coming. Uh, I got a 14. Okay, so you do your best. You look around. You can tell that the area of the grass right around where the crystals used to be is slightly tamped down compared to the rest of it in a couple of spots. It looks like it's mostly just gone back to normal, but you can't make any real determination of where they might have gone. Figured as much. You would estimate it's probably been at least half a week at the minimum since they were here. Well, that's as we feared. The bad guys have won, fellas. Well, they haven't won yet. People are still alive, right? We were just near town. They've won the battle. It doesn't mean they've won the war. The only other thing we could consider is that we know where the mines were harvested from. Could that be a clue as to the cultists' whereabouts? You mean you want to go into the mountains? Yeah. But, but Aslo, you said you only wanted to do something if there was coin involved. It's not like you. Well, I'm willing to consider doing this for the greater good. Oh, we'd have to ask fast. We're already a week behind. Yeah, we find ourselves at a crossroads. Either we go on and try to locate the cult, or we return to Nanept and wait for them to make the first move. If we go back to Nanept and tell Vel Silverstock or tell Rysenth Clouden, they're just going to be like, oh yeah, we're taking care of it. Yeah, I don't like they're, they're just kind of being kind of passive about this whole thing. Yeah, I don't feel like they understand the severity of the issue. We could go back to town and, and talk to them, but that's uh, that's sort of a long, a long trip back. I, I mean, the other option is, didn't the, didn't the researchers discover that the crystals had been harvested from uh, mines at the south of the mountain range? The Tetrian Mountains. Yeah. Tokus, do you think that the cultists could be working from out of those mines? It's possible. I mean, if that's the source of the stones, they had to go there at some point. They might not still be there when we get there, but maybe it'll give us a clue to where they are now. I'd also like to point out the last time that I took something into my own hands, it (laughs) exploded on me. So I'm a little bit unsure if we should take this into our own hands, but hey, you're the boss boss, man. So what do you think we should do? Mm. Do we have anything else to go by at the moment? I mean, do do you, Tokus, do you have any indication of where else these cultists might be operating out of? Where's their home base? We, we never found that out. We, we got wiped out before we could retaliate, to be honest. It's really just me uh, and a couple others that have hidden ourselves in the world. You know, like, I, I for example, I've been hiding in a closet for months. They would kill us if they knew where we existed because we would tell the tale of their destruction. Uh, how about this, Thane? Can we make intelligence checks to see if, over the course of the past however long, if we've been able to pick up any clues about where the cultists might be? I suppose. I guess that would be probably an investigation. Natural one. Oh, wait, I'm a halfling. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Natural 17. All right. That would be an 18. So you're scanning your brain box to find, see if you can remember facts about the cult's location. Yeah, like closing the eyes, going through like a replay of everything that's happened. Fast forward really fast. Like if there was, for example, if there was something that was said like during the research at the library where someone mentioned something offhand about something they deciphered and, you know, we just kind of glossed over it. I guess I will simply remind you that 
there were multiple towns mentioned in the rumors of towns disappearing and such, and they were all in this eastern region, in and around Dynesia. Also, uh, Tokus's hometown was not too far south along the mountains from where you are, so most of the activity that you know about has been around this region. The mountains and where they have been doing the mining is considerably far from here. It would take you months to reach it, and it seems like they could have purchased them from some other source. All right, so here's my perception of what's happening. Judging from what the cultists have done in the past, I'm pretty sure this was just a test run. I think this was just child's play for them. I think this was just practice. This city, the crystals, I think they just wanted to see if they could get away with it. And, you know, the kingdom hasn't retaliated. Nobody's, you know, smacked them on the wrists or anything. We just let them take that life energy from an entire city. We just let them do it. So aren't they going to start doing this in other cities? Aren't they going to start doing this to entire countries, entire nations? What's stopping them? I think you're right. I think it could be. The question is, how do we track them down? I think that's a very good theory, but how do we know where where they're going to strike next? And can we anticipate that? I think that's a very good theory, and honestly, it's, it's frightening to think about that capability. The fact that all of these kingdoms are so preoccupied with the wars that they're fighting. And the fact that Nanept and Ormog want so badly to remain neutral. That they don't want to take any military action whatsoever. Even Dynesia, which I guess is where we are, like, we, I don't know that whether we know if Dynesia is currently involved in any conflicts, but it seems like they're just so like, okay, everybody just be cool. Don't worry. Don't, let's not send any soldiers. Let's not take any action or else people will think we're trying to start up a war. And meanwhile, these cultists are just acting completely under the radar. I'm getting total Full Metal Alchemist vibes from what the cultists have been doing. Not even joking, because I bet you like that anime, didn't you? I like you? that anime. Fame. As far as Dynesia goes, you haven't heard any recent reports of activity in here, except for the rumors that you were sent here to investigate. As far as the last report that you would have known, they wouldn't have been at war actively, but wars are constantly starting and stopping all across the land. Maybe we should ease on down the road to the next town and see what we can find out there. Pilshire was as far as we went the last time we were here. How far is it to the next town? Uh, You don't know where the next town is, but they're generally about a day apart. Okay. How many roads are there out of Pilshire besides the one we came in on? There were two, one to the east and one south. So we go south. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Can you... um do some sort of survival just to see where you think the two roads will lead, like where the, where basically where the closest town is? Uh, yeah, I can check each each road and see if I can figure anything out by the lay of the land. You're the ranger. Go range something. <laughs> it's like, what, what am I paying you for, right? All right, I got a 22 on my survival check to see if I can determine anything about the n- nearby towns. Well, you can easily tell that the road east is the larger of the two. It looks like it's significantly better traveled. It, you can see, like, wagon wheel ruts and stuff that would indicate likely trade caravans passing through. Hmm. Uh, the one to the south is still well used, but sees more foot traffic, so probably less 
major heavy trading and such. So if we go east, we're heading toward a bigger city. My gamer's intuition tells us it's east yeah. Yeah. that we were supposed to choose. Like <laughs> yeah, a bigger I think city. you're right. Um, to, the, to the south still could be like just a town, maybe not as big, but um, I wonder which the cultists would be more likely to target. Aslo, I got to tell you something about this cult. They don't really see people as people, okay? They're an experiment. It's science. So, you know, they're going to want to see if this experiment they had on this city is repeatable. Can I tell how fresh the tracks are? It looks like it's been a long time since anyone has come through here, at least in significant numbers. So no real differences between the two roads as far as recentness of the travel? Recency, is that a word? Uh, No, I mean... It's been a few weeks since you were last here, and this whole place has been kind of abandoned. Right. So so hard to tell. Yeah, hard to tell. All right, I think you're right, Togus. Let's take the bigger road, right? Yeah, let's go to the east. That does seem like the more likely target. Yeah, because the cult doesn't care. Well, they don't see people as people, Shaba. For example, they'd probably love to dissect you, seeing as you're a Goliath. Yeah, and in a larger city, they'd be more likely to go unnoticed to be able to pass through to get to Pilshire in the first place. That's true. All right, out east then. East it is. So let's hit the road. You head off to the east, avoiding any of the zombies nearby, I assume? Mm, Oh, yeah. Totes. Giving a wide berth. Unless any of them are crippled or disabled, in which case we sp- we spray our logo on their the back of their tunic. <laughs> <laughs> so that when they do finally reach someone to attack, then they can blame you. They'll know they're sponsored by us. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They'll think that we sent them. <laughs> yeah, no, we should probably kill those ones so that when they come by their bodies, they know they were... Like we were talking about before, killed by the AAA team. And then with mm. our contact information. Right, we tag their ears like their cattle, different numbers, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yes. little number Perfect. system. I like it. Okay, so we do that, but otherwise we avoid the zombies. Okay. So you would have arrived here probably in the evening, so you set out at night already. I guess camp a little ways outside of town and then move on in the morning. Yeah, travel a short ways, rest for the night, and then move on in the morning. All right. Throughout the night, you can hear the howls of those death dogs off in the distance. Most of them are uh, kind of in the hills east of you. Like the two-headed dogs from before? Yep. Oh, no. So you, you have this kind of double bark and howling that signifies the two heads. Why did it have to be death dogs? Aslo, did you remember to pack the doggy treats? Oh, no. <laughs> one thing I told you to remember <laughs> We're screwed <laughs> I even remember him telling you to pack those treats Hey, it's not my job to be the, the bag packer Remember, that's your job, Shaba You're the one who forgot Oh yeah, you said you'd always handle food Doesn't doggy treats fall under that category? Yeah, that's okay, I'll just, I'll just cook up a fresh batch I'll make an oven out of clay and then, you know, bake, bake some fresh ones They'll be even better Perfect Yeah, but Stripey ate them all last time, remember? We caught him Well, someone else will have to hold them once they come out And I, I also like to eat them I actually, I ate some of them because they're so plain So <laughs> they're, they're good Yeah, right? they're like, yeah. you know, like Scooby Snacks <laughs> <laughs> So you can do that on the road though, right, Shabby? You can make the oven and bake them all while we're, while we're walking Oh, totes Okay Got to make up for your grievous error. Yep. Okay. So the night passes without you getting into any too close encounters with zombies or death dogs. And the next day, 
It's about mid-afternoon when you see, as you rise over the top of a hill, ahead of you in a small valley is a burned-out shell of a village. Looks like there's probably about 60 to 80 buildings in there, but most of it has been reduced to blackened rubble. Is it walled like Pilshire? It looks like it probably had a wooden palisade or something similar, but there's not much of that remaining. Well, let's approach. What could have caused the structural integrity of these walls to collapse as they have? Probably fire. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) Do we see evidence of there being ash and charcoal, Shaba? Mr. thinks he's so good at this because he's a ranger? Yeah, he, Thane just said the whole thing has been reduced to ash. Oh, you said that. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> I missed yeah, that part. Yeah, Mr. Daydreaming over there? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Uh, <laughs> I, my brain's always in a different place, Shabby. You should know this by now. <laughs> yes, yeah, I did. Ash? What? what yeah. I, oh, there is ash. Okay. So, yes, as you get closer, it, there is no smoke or anything that still would indicate burning fire at the moment. So it looks like this probably happened quite a while ago. You smell the scent of dead bodies in the area as you approach. Looks like someone had the same idea we did, only they followed through on it. And they burned the whole city? Do we... we don't get any signs of life around? Not any large life. There's, like, crows pecking at the bodies and such. Hmm. Ooh. Did you end up learning, uh, speak with animals there, Shaba? As a spell? Yeah, heck yeah, I have that spell. Didn't you, you like, mention that on the road the other night or something? I point at the closest crow and I say, You there! <laughs> while casting my spell. But it actually just sounds like, Wah! 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 You there! Come here and talk to me. I want to have a conversation with you. You want to talk to the carry-on eating <laughs> ravens? The crow just kind of looks over and gives a couple of short hops towards you. Cocks its head to the side. What are you eating there? Delicious food. Okay, what kind? (laughs) I don't know. It was dead when I found it. (laughs) Wait, is this going to be like the sheep encounter in our other game? (laughs) Yeah, oh gosh. The the sheep was just obnoxiously dumb. I hope not. Um, uh, What's your name? (laughs) Um, Yeah, ravens are actually really smart birds, so... Yeah, ravens and crows are both smart, I know. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, Just, just making sure. Smart for animals, though. Didn't know if you were into National Geographic stuff, so... <laughs> as far as a name, you can't really pronounce my name, but it gives you a ka of certain pitch that you recognize as its name. Okay, I repeat that ka at that pitch, and I say, I'm going to call you Mortimer. <laughs> Mortimer the Crow. That's, that's what that ka translates to in common. It's Mortimer. So your name is Mortimer. You probably never knew that. Pretty cool, huh? Well, Mortimer... It's interesting. Um... Uh, we're here to save the the whole world, and so I wonder if you might be able to help us with some in- inflammation. Got any of that? What do you need to know? What What was the name of this town, and who burnt it down? I don't know what you people would have called this place. I never paid too much attention to what people were saying, since it doesn't make sense to me. You probably only used it for target practice before, huh? Lots of tops of people's heads, I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) This place just seemed to go up in smoke about one moon ago. People were just leaving the city before then, and after most of them were gone, something happened and everything burnt down. 
Were there a bunch of people walking kind of funny? Like, uh, dragging their feet and such? I lean over and say, Shaba, what is, what is he saying? Are you really talking to it? I'll tell you, yeah, I'll tell you in a second. Yeah, you've never talked to an animal before, so Aslo and I are just looking at each other like, what's going on? I think there might have been a couple that I saw. I kind of chose to stay away from the town once everyone was gone. It, it had a funny feeling to it. So there was something weird going on with the people who lived here. I don't know what it was. It just felt wrong. Well, you're a crow. You f- probably fly around to a lot of places. You you get around, don't you? I mean, this isn't like you're, you don't you don't just hang out here and wait for people to die, right? You fly around the the land. Yeah, I see plenty of things. Uh, okay. Well, are there any other towns around this area that are like this, that are burned up? I haven't seen any others burned. There's a couple of other towns around, but they're pretty empty now, too. Pretty empty? Like, not completely empty? Um, I sometimes see some people or things moving around in the towns. People or things. All right. Um, and then one final question. What is your favorite color? (laughs) <laughs> Anything sparkly and shiny. Okay. Uh, hey, you you guys got anything sparkly and shiny for my friend Mortimer here? Anybody got anything as a as a reward for his help? Are you saying that in crow speak or in common? I'm saying this in common to the two of you. Uh, I got this piece of scrap metal. Ooh, there you go. Okay, I take a piece of scrap metal and I flick it over to Mortimer. And I say, thanks for your help, Mortimer. There's something fancy for you. Go take that and feed it to your... No, don't feed it to your young. <laughs> yeah, it's like a sharp, like, chunk of the <laughs> yeah, gear it's like or something. a shard of metal or something. Yeah, be careful with that. But here, enjoy it. I'll weave it into my nest. Awesome. <laughs> it'll it'll bling it out. He kind of hops over and picks it up with one foot. Nice. And then hops back to his meal. Well, cool. Thanks for your help, Mortimer. Enjoy your dinner. Well, guys, Mortimer says that... Um, Wait, his name was Mortimer? How did you learn that? It doesn't sound like a crow name. <laughs> <laughs> I just named him that because I thought it was oh, a fun okay. name. Um, Mortimer <laughs> says that there are other towns around here, but they're mostly deserted. But he has seen people uh, in them lately. Hmm. He's seen people and things. So there's no other towns that are burned, at least in the, in the general vicinity, but there's other towns where there may be people. So I say we continue down the road and try and head to the next town, see if we can find any survivors. Okay. So you really did talk to it, because, like, Aslo and I were looking at each other worried that we'd have to, like, take you to see someone. Oh, yeah, no, I, I'm completely sane, believe it or not. Well, I mean, as sane as... When did you, le- when did you learn how to do that, Shaba? That's amazing. Uh, Is that why you know... That stripey hates me. Yeah, I, ju- I don't. I don't really. I don't really know when I particularly learned how to do it. It's just kind of come with the years of hanging out with animals in the woods. You just sort of pick up on stuff. I guess. I think you've been doing that for too long. I think it's a really. Yeah. It's a really good thing that you're with this company. Yeah, it's one of those things where like you you walk around in the wilderness on your own for long enough and you start talking to literally everything you can find. <laughs> and somehow they talk back. Because, I mean, it beats talking to yourself. You're just so lonely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? 
either talk to yourself or you find something else to talk to. So, you, like, you think you also have speak with plants, but you don't. So you just like talk to trees. <laughs> yeah, I mean, shop has always been a little bit strange. Yeah, you may be right. My time in the wilderness may have kind of gotten to me in a few ways that I'm not really prepared to deal with yet. And on that note, how do we know that, that he didn't just make up that entire conversation in his head? That's a real good question, actually. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> maybe I had some kind of premonition. We'll, we'll, we'll find out when we get to the next town, I guess, right? I guess. We better see other towns that are mostly deserted. Yeah. Yep. Or we're going to see a specialist when we get back home. <laughs> <Shabba>. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to get you some help. Yeah. I think I'm kind of suppressing certain like aspects of my personality that may have gone off the hinges. We'll look into getting some years. medical insurance set up for you. I mean, we have <laughs> medical insurance in place that will help cover that. Already? So oh, yes, of course. Expenses of course. Will, be, will be aided. Well, if there's like one person left in the next town, hopefully it's a doctor. Well, all right. let's move on. Let's keep going. <laughs> I say hi to all the crows as we pass by. What's up? How's it going? Ferguson? Hey. Blackmore? That's a good name for a crow, right? I think your spell has worn off at this point, so you're just saying hi to crows normally okay well that yeah yeah i think it only lasts 10 minutes that's fine i'm just calling randomly to them and they like <laughs> fly away scared actually does it let you speak with multiple things or do you have to pick a specific animal to com- communicate with when you uh, cast it? i don't know let me see gain the ability to comprehend and verbally communicate with beasts for the duration yeah with just anything okay so you can probably talk to a few other crows and tell them hi on your way okay before it wears off I'm like, hey, you guys should just check out this awesome thing that Mortimer, like, just put on his nest. It's, like, so sweet, dude. You should take a look at it. It's awesome. He's throwing a house party. He's throwing a nest party tonight. Yeah. Over. <laughs> he said, everyone's invited, man. Yeah. It's a, bo- it's a bird bath party, bro. Come on. <laughs> going to crack open some worms. It's going to be sweet. <laughs> do rangers get ritual casting? Because if so, you could no. cast as a ritual. No. Okay. You do not. Just wondering. Yeah, so we move on. We leave this burned-out husk of a town behind. There's only one major road leading east. So you camp again overnight, and you don't hear anything this time through the night. Seems like maybe the dogs moved on or they're somewhere else. But continuing farther to the east the next day, it's getting more and more forested, because this is known as the Verdant Ridge for a reason. Ah. So these mountains are quite green and covered with trees across most of them. Where have we heard that name before, the Verdant Ridge? Someone has said that to us before. Yeah, I recognize it as well. That was probably in your initial mission statement to go and investigate the towns in the Verdant Ridge. Okay. Mm. So all these towns that we've been in, uh, at least the closer ones, are all in the foothills here of the ridge? Yeah. Okay. That's all the foothills where it's not quite as green and not quite as mountainous. But as you go higher up into the mountains, there's more forests here. You arrive in the early afternoon at a small clearing where you can see a town tucked away off a little bit to the side of the main road. So the road kind of passes next to it instead of straight through it. And the town seems to be built up along a river, which is running straight through the woods right to left from your direction. And there's a, the road continues across the bridge onto the other side. Does the water look fresh? You can't see a whole lot of from where you are. You just see kind of the banks of the river, so you have to climb up to it to get a better look and pass the town. All right, yeah, let's investigate the town first. 
You approach the town. You don't hear or see any activity. The town itself is decently sized, probably a little bit bigger than the last one. And it looks like they've been doing lots of lumber harvesting here. A lot of cleared land around it, including bodies, no dead bodies. No dead bodies. Okay, let's go into the town square, shall we? What time of day is it again? Afternoon? Yeah, early afternoon. Okay. Should we go to the town square? Sure. Yeah. 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 All right. I'm not doing anything better. Uh, well, Tokus, it's Gnomish battle cry time. <laughs> mm. Wait, wait, wait. I was hoping you'd say Before that. <laughs> we let out the Gnomish battle cry, should we check the town's well? I assumed that the, town, the well was in the town square, but I could be wrong. The well is there. Uh, now that, yeah, now that we're here, should we check that first before we draw more attention to ourselves? Oh, good, good idea. Good thinking. All right. Let's, uh, perception it. Okay. I'll, uh, we'll, we'll do the same trick that we did last time and, uh, cast light on the bucket and lower it down first. Okay. Okay. I got a 15. Hmm. That'd be an 18. Yeah. I got a five. Okay. Well, the bucket lands with a... Perhaps slightly harsher than usual plop, but it doesn't seem anywhere near as bad as the uh, other town that you dropped it into with the mm. sludge. Not as viscous. Yeah. So you pull out the bucket and looking at it, it looks like water, but it's kind of cloudy and a little bit dark. Like it could just be muddy water, except that it's a little bit more black or gray instead of brown. But either way, not like good quality drinking water. Right. Yeah, we shouldn't drink that as low. What do you make of this, Tokus? Do you get any sense that there's uh, crystal activity going on in this water? I mean, we could do a cross-analysis. Let me check my satchel, see if I kept a sample of the water. Didn't we take water samples a long, long time ago? Uh, yeah, I th- remember you squeezed it off of Aslo uh, in in the, <laughs> ah, what, right. town, the town where we got arrested, and you squeezed it off of Aslo. It would take some time, but I could cross-reference, compare this water to that water sample, but would that be worth it? You just want me to see if it's got the same stuff in it? Yeah, same chemical makeup. And also, while we're at it, Aslo, why don't you dispel that light source and then cast it on another pebble and then drop it to the bottom, and we'll see if the light illuminates any crystals that are down there. Okay, I'm going to try and do that, uh, but surreptitiously, because I know last time I almost got in trouble for... Well, we did get in trouble for throwing things into the well, so... But there's nobody here, though. Oh, isn't there? It's entirely deserted as far as we can tell. Oh, okay. So that makes it okay, Shaba? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the rules of the town still apply, even if there's... Ah, you know what? Forget it. Yeah, I'll go ahead and cast light on, on a rock and toss it in. So yeah, you can see when it hits the water, it all just kind of looks the same sort of gray, cloudy color. As far as you can tell inside the well, you don't notice any black crystals or other dark spots. Ooh, uh, Aslo, you haven't yet replaced my alchemist supplies. Remember how it kind of exploded a little bit ago? Oh, yeah. So I don't know what kind of testing I'm going to be able to do with this (laughs) half-broken kit. That's true. When did that explode again? It's going to be on the receipt. I know. (laughs) Surely I need a replacement alchemist kit. We haven't gotten back to to the city yet. It's going to take two months like last time. You still haven't replaced my other things, some of my other things. We discussed those already, and pursuant to our conversation, (laughs) as discussed under Section 9, Article C, page 47, 
uh, <laughs> this contract just keeps getting longer and longer. Um, <laughs> it has to be items used specifically for business endeavors. Those were not necessarily business expenses. Yeah, I tried to explode the cavern and seal the bad guys within. Remember? That's why I exploded my kit. Surely that's covered. Yeah, I think the contract actually is getting longer. I feel like when each of you is on watch, you go over to the other's pack and take out the contract and like write like five new pages and then put it back. <laughs> or like you, Tokus, you do that while Aslo's sleeping, and then while you're sleeping, Aslo gets gets out like a red red pen and, like, and like makes I changes to it. That long. <laughs> why why are all these sections crossed out in red marker? That's why we bought all those extra sheets of parchment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly, so that we can each secretly add pages. We, and we know when it's when Shaba's added a page, or like when Stripey's added a page, because it's like either in Badger or it's like yeah, because the handwriting is totally different and sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like in parties of like six players, like you have two people keeping watch at a time. But we're, we're our party's so small, it's only one of us who's ever awake at one time during the <laughs> night. So, like, we could be doing anything, and the other two would have no idea. <laughs> All right, so shall we, uh, shall we try a gnomish battle cry and see what we can summon, what we can rustle up? And maybe we brandish our weapons just in case. You are the only gnome here, Tokus. That means you. That's true. I have, I have to do it. Um, all right. So I fill my lungs. <gasps> I take out my bow and knock an arrow as he's doing that. For the Ravenhold Guild of Gnomes. We're <laughs> 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 here. <laughs> Put that cookie down. The last one really sells it. Get to the chopper. <laughs> I had to switch yeah. it up a little bit. So you shout into the silent village. Yes. Hearing your own voice echoing back to you. Guys, I heard something, but I think it was me. <laughs> you listen around for anything else that might have changed, and you think you hear off in the distance somewhere kind of a clacking sound very briefly. Hmm. A couple of clacks. Like we talking like crab pincher clacks or... Um, like wooden... Or like those little instruments that you clack together in a mariachi band? Like the castanets? <laughs> um, closer to that, but not so musical. <laughs> oh man! Hmm. <laughs> Clackety clack. Let's clack back. Some concerning clicks mm. and clacks. Sort of like maybe a light board or stick hitting something. Oh, Shaba, use your drum. Ah, that's not good. That's a signal. I'm pretty sure that's a type of signal, guys. Yeah, I hit my drum. Doom doom. In the same pattern that that we just heard. It wasn't really a pattern. It was just like a. Ch- ch- I make a beat. I I take my bow and then I take an arrow in the other hand and I. Ch- I tap on it. Okay. You do that. Which direction did we hear the the clackety clacking from? Say a little ways south in the town. Alright, Aslo, get out your pipes. That's true. I could could see if we could attract some attention that way. Yeah, you'll definitely blast out everything with those. Well, we should go investigate. Shaba, why don't you go and, and investigate that? Do you want to uh Okay. Do you want to do that? Yep. I stealth over with a 15 in the direction of the noise. Since you didn't see where it came from, you're not exactly sure, but you walk maybe a hundred feet, and you're looking around. You think it probably came from somewhere around here, but you can't tell, and you don't see anything that seems to stand out. You're just kind of in the middle of the street with several houses nearby. Okay. I stop stealthing. Hello? 
Is anybody here? We mean you no harm! We just want to talk! You wait for about 15 seconds after that, and then you hear kind of a coming from a nearby window. And I turn around as the arrow flies through my eye. (laughs) (laughs) Not that kind of That's what I thought, too. You turn over to the side, and you see someone kind of peeking through the little slats in their shutters. Oh, that that was the noise. Like a oh, yeah. Oh, dude, yeah. they're shutting the shutters. Guys, guys, come here, come here. I, I <laughs> yell back to Aslo and Tokus. Wait, you saw an eye popping, like poking out from behind them? Yeah. Is there something attached to the eye? Or is it just an eye? <laughs> it's just, just the eye. Remember, well, remember those boots that we discovered in the cave? Like, it was just boots. There were no people. That's true. <laughs> so, like, maybe it's just an eye? It could be just a floating eye. Very possible. Yeah. In, in a D&D world. Guys, come here, quick. All right, Double time scurry it. over. I'm, I'm out of breath. Okay. <laughs> Guys, I saw someone. I just saw someone in that window over there. But they're scared of us. Well, I thought you said you saw an eyeball. No, I saw someone with an eyeball. Someone who had an <sighs> eyeball. In their hand. Yeah. <laughs> Holding an eyeball. <laughs> Holding a giant eyeball. So the eyeball in is in the person's head, and you saw them look at you. I saw them, yeah. But they're scared of us. Yeah, but they saw you too, Shaba, so the gig, the jig is up. But we need to find out more information about what happened here. Yeah, we need to make them not scared of us, so how do we do that? Let's, uh, hmm, let's invite ourselves in. Well, we could all be nice to each other and give each other hugs to show that we're real nice guys, and we're not going to hurt anybody. It's true. Let, let's do a group hug. How about that? We could put our weapons away. Okay, we do a big group hug. All right. Yeah, we, we have our weapons drawn <laughs> yeah, this whole time. Yeah, <laughs> let's put our weapons away. And we just, like, charged over. <laughs> we don't need to fight. Let's put our weapons down and just... You know, make peace about this. And hug it out. And with yeah. Stripey in the middle, we do a big right. group hug. His head, like, po- pokes out. Boink. We'll do we'll do a little bit of kumbaya. Yeah, and we, like, sway, and then Aslo gets out his, his lute, and then we turn our backs while he plays a little <laughs> tune, right? <laughs> and then when he's done, we all get back together, and we stand in a line, and we start singing a barbershop quartet. With stripey singing bass. <laughs> and we say, I was going to say, who's the fourth? I just called to say. And then we, uh, we say nice things about the person in the house until they open the shutters and look at us. Nice. Okay, this is a very interesting display here. <laughs> so you all just start singing and dancing outside of their house. They probably think we're doing some kind of magic ritual to cast a curse on them. Yeah, it's a ritual. <laughs> After a couple of minutes of this, you see the shutters kind of open up a little bit again, and you can just make out like a woman's face behind it. Who are you? Why are you here? I wave to her. I say, hello. Hi, my name's Shaba, born of Crag and Thunder. Etc. Etc. We are AAA, and we're here to rescue you. And we're yeah, we're AAA. We just want to speak with you. We just want to know what's going on around here. That's all. Yeah, we heard that we need a replacement tire. If you're trying to get me to leave, I'm I'm staying put. No, we don't want you to leave. You can stay. Yeah, we just want to talk. You can stay in the house. It's okay. Yeah, look, our weapons are away. We just hugged it out. We just bro hugged, and uh, all we want to do is ask ask you a few questions. Would you mind talking to us for a minute? Yeah, and we want to we wanna hug you too, but that's cool if you're not into that kind of thing. We'll just stay down here and you can stay up there and we'll just talk, like at a distance. Some people aren't the touchy-feely type and we get that. 
Some people are also not the come out of your house type. We get that too. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, no, no judgment here. Well, what did you want to know? Uh, why you're one of the only? I assume you're the only person. Are you the only person left in the town? We're trying to figure out what happened to this town and all the towns around it because everybody, everything seems to be going haywire. The world's going crazy, and we're just trying to f- sort it all out. Oh, Shaba, Shaba, don't scare them. Just, just say we're curious where your neighbors went. Maybe we should let Aslo do this, because I feel like I'm going to scare her, too. <laughs> this whole village was abandoned by the order of the king. The king? Oh, it was evacuated? Wait, the king of Dynesia? Yes. Are, are you not Dynesians? Heck no, dog. We don't roll with your crowd. I belong to no kingdom. No kingdom of men, leastwise. Yeah, I kind of lost my kingdom, so I'm, I'm, I was living in a closet. Kingdom of the Closet. After declaring your devotion to Nenef. Yeah, I'm devoted to Ormog, but I'm not, like, a part of it. I'm not, like, a citizen of it. Yeah, yeah you don't have your, your card yet, your ID card. Yeah, I'm w- waiting on my green card. And I murdered someone where I'm from, so... <laughs> did you say that out loud? <laughs> uh, wait, no. Oh, wait, uh, did I did I say that? Listen, we're, we're good folk. We are but mere travelers. Uh, we're fortune seekers. You're but poor lost circus performers. Yes. <laughs> we are trying. Yeah, that, hence that, all the acrobatics with the hugging and such. You know how well that fits your group? Well, I mean, you usually have really <laughs> yeah, small people and really large people in a circus. So it actually fits. We're like complete freaks of nature, all of us. Even Stripey. Yeah, even oh, Stripey especially. And we're here to find out what happened so that we can help... If possible, we want to know why the town was ordered abandoned, uh, what events ensued, and if you know the statuses of any other towns in this area. It all started when the water was going bad. People started to head out of town on their own at first. I suppose someone must have reported it back to the king and he found out what was going on here. We don't know what caused it, but the river just became tainted with something strange. Jeez. Oh, the, the river. river. Holy hmm. shnikes. So it wasn't just the well then, it was the river too. The well was mostly doing alright up until recently. I suppose it must have taken some of the water from the river into it by this point. How long have you been here alone like this? How long, how long ago did all this happen? It started almost two months ago now. They evacuated the town officially just about three weeks ago. Are you surviving off of rainwater or something? Well, I had been drinking out of the well, but when that started to turn bad as well, I just, I've been surviving off of some rainwater and some cisterns that I have, that the town has. And why is it that you decided to stay? I've lived here my whole life. I grew up here. I don't want to leave. This is my home. That makes sense. We can understand that. Aren't those cisterns going to run out someday, though? Uh, They will. And if I absolutely must, I suppose I'll find some other way, some other home. But I want to stay here, if at all possible. How are you feeling these days? Yeah, not to be creepy, but hashtag, do you live alone? (laughs) Well, yeah, that, I mean, (laughs) so that is creepy, Shaba. But what I'm asking is, how are you feeling health-wise? How's your stamina? How's your fortitude? Oh, it's definitely wearing on me. Living here by myself, having to do all of the chores on my own, find my own food. Everything is 
exhausting, but I'm managing. So let's fast forward. So so those cisterns run out, right? And the food supply runs out or, you know, whatever. And you continue to get worse when you actually do decide to leave this town of yours. That I get it. You don't ever want to leave. I used to be that way. Where are you going to go, and how are you going to not die to the... Well, I don't want to scare you, but there's, like, zombies and, you know, two-headed hounds lounging about. And you probably don't have doggy treats like we do. Like, we're not worried about the dogs, so... That's another reason why I want to stay here in my home where it's safe. If I'm out in the woods, who knows what will find me. Right, but you could come with us because we're going to leave this place, and we know how to fight those things. And if you wait to leave... Without someone like us, you're going to be alone, and you'll have to fight those things by yourself. What, what I'm trying to say is you should come with us, maybe. Just saying. Can we tell her approximate age from what we can see of her through the window? Your best guess would put her probably in her 40s. Okay. I just ask her flat out, do you have children or a husband? My husband died years ago, and my children all left when the town was evacuated. They tried to convince me to come with them, but I told them I was staying. Uh, pray tell, what's your name, my lady? My name is Iris. Iris. That's a beautiful name. Iris, we come bearing grave news. Your town is not the only one that has suffered from this, uh, this calamity. There are other towns nearby that have suffered the same fate, and though it grieves us to say so... I'm afraid you may be coming under the effects of the spell that's, uh, that's coming over the town, that's making you sick, making you weary. It's probably aging you, and eventually it will kill you. It's not pleasant to talk about. Right, you won't have the energy to leave eventually. Right, exactly. You will, you will eventually wear down so much that you won't be able to leave. Um, for the sake of your health, whether you come with us or you leave after we go, I would beg you to make haste from this place as quickly as you can. Uh, speaking of this place, what is this place? This is the town of Edelburn. Okay, and what's uh, the town west of here along the road? What's that one called? That town was Hamfax. Well, I hope you didn't have any relatives in Hamfax because, well, I'm sure they're all fine. I'm sure they got out before the fire took it. There was a fire? Uh, there is very little left of Hamfax, unfortunately. Uh, people need to be more careful with their candles. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> or with their <laughs> malicious arson. One or the other. Well, Iris, we know you don't want to leave your home. Um, and we can't necessarily take you somewhere safe. The direction that we're going doesn't really lend itself to safety. Yeah, maybe we should catch you on the way back, Iris, when we're heading back to Nanept, perhaps? We do recommend that you make haste. Uh, you head west. Um, it's a dangerous path, but you will find uh, safety uh, after the next few days' travel. There are, are villages past Pilshire where there are still people, and obviously the decision is ultimately up to you, but we... Highly suggest that you may at least make plans to leave. If not right now, make make sure you have a getaway bag and you have all your ducks in a row if it comes to that. Okay, everyone make persuasion rolls because you've all been doing it. Eighteen. 
Ooh, natural 20. Hey! 16. Total of 27. All right. We're pretty persuasive, you guys. So that was three solid rolls. (laughs) (laughs) I suppose you're right. The news you bring is grave indeed, and I guess I always knew deep down that I wouldn't be able to stay here long. I, I should go find my children. You should. Wherever they've gone, yeah, you should be with them. Do you know where they went? Where did they say they were going? Surely they told you where they would leave for. Yes, I, I believe they headed west. I don't know how far they could have gone. They didn't have any destination in mind, just going until it was safe. Well, we, we hope that you're able to find them. We hope that you make it back safely if you do leave. But of course, on our way back, we will check for you and... If you're still here, we'll we'll bring you with us if you would like to come. Appreciate it. <laughs>